Welcome along to another daily takeaway from the offices of Bush and Ritchie. Uh, now, earlier on, before the show started, you introduced a little game that uh, we think could be a, a, a good little podcast game. Can I tell you just how, what a boring man I am? I always carry dice in my pocket. I don't know why. Uh, I play a lot of baseball board games, mm-hmm. and a lot of them use uh, what is described as a D100, which is a 100-sided dice. A 100-sided dice? How does that even ever settle? Surely that's a ball. Well, actually, to be fair, it's two 10-sided dice, and then you can you can generate a number between 1 and 100 with them. So one of them's 10s, the other one's... OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you call it a D100 yeah. in the, uh, on the forum. Strictly speaking, could that not be a 1,000? You'd need one more... You'd need... Uh, I think you'd need one more dice. Then you go... But you'd never get... You'd, the most you could get is 999, so you could, couldn't technically get a 1,000. Yeah, if I roll two 10s, that's but, 10 by 10, that's... That's naught. 10... So it's naught to 100. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, you've got a good point. I, I can't tell that away. Well, that could be 100, actually. That's 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 100, but not, uh, not 1,000. Anyway, back anyway, with the game. So, so, so you can get number one. Excuse me? So, it's Who just like, he's had, no, I, you can never get 01. Number one. 01 is number one, right? But is there an O on the... Yeah, one of them's got... They've both got an O. They've both got naught to, to nine on each dice. Okay. Uh, you guys should come around to one of our board games. <laughs> We'll start with explaining dice. <laughs> but I, I, the game I came up with, going table to table with you, a little bit like a, a slightly unwanted <laughs> wedding magician, is, uh, is uh, uh, you pick a number between one and a hundred. Mm-hmm. If you roll it, you win big. Yeah. So okay, cool. It's a one hundred chance. Do you want to give it a go, let's Richie? Let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Number between uh, forty-three. Is me rolling the dice. Thirteen. Unlucky. Oh. Uh, we don't know what the prize is or anything. Should we get producer yes, identifier? Yeah, yeah, just for a bit more drama. Okay. 27. 27 for producer identifier. Roll of the dice. 75. What I like about it, if we were to flip it slightly, yeah. is like this would be like quite morose, but imagine if something bad happens to you if your number comes up. Whoa. Whoa. So there is no prize. Actually, there's a jeopardy on this game. Jeopardy. It's... Wow, okay. That would be awful. Yeah, it would be. Let's uh, play a game. I said at the end of the episode, let's play a game, but for bad stuff. Bad stuff, like transport bad stuff, like delays. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 that kind of thing. All right, we'll, we'll do it after the, after the show, which is just this bit here. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Boy, do we need a hand warmer today, because it's flipping freeze, isn't it? <laughs> it's so cold. It's, I, I would describe it as, I, I don't think it's a technical term, but offensively cold. Wind chill factor, that's what it's all about. Wind chill factor, and speaking of which, um, you can tell it's really cold when you, your language is terrible. Your, your language is blue, in mm. many ways, like the, the vibe of the weather. And I swore all the way on my bike, right the way down the Thames today. I, I, I said to you when I got in earlier, I couldn't believe your little fold-up bike uh, in our studio next to us. I said, surely you haven't cycled today. It, it, it seemed like a good idea couldn't at the time. Couldn't believe it. But like, obviously, it is freezing cold. Like I said at the start of the show, we don't need Richie and I to tell you that. But we are interested in how you guys are dealing with the cold today. And, it, and in honour of that, uh, and in solidarity with that, we are wearing what we wore outside right yeah, now yeah, yeah. on this show. It's a bit of an experiment. You can hear us move. Listen to this. So, layers-wise for me, I've got uh, a pair of uh, black leather gloves. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you've been out up to no good. Up to, like, skulking around in uh, 18th century London on the cobbles. I can believe that. Uh, T-shirt, shirt, fleece, uh, cycling jacket, which makes it look like, like a, a, a bad Tron. And then, uh, the, probably the piece de la resistance of my outfit is my snood. Yeah. Which put over my face like a bandit. <laughs> Richie, uh, what are you wearing right uh, now? I think five layers I would have to count it as. I've got Go on, a t-shirt on. Yep. Jumper on top of that. Uh-huh. Gilet on top of that. Yep. 
uh, and then a fleece on top of the gilet, uh, and then the waterproof jacket. So that is uh, that is five plus yes. a cap. The old cap on. Uh, when you came into the studio earlier on, I didn't know whether you had come to do the show or clamp me car. <laughs> With that security guard's <laughs> coat on there as well. And that's what we want from you guys this evening, right? We want to do like a little layer audit. How many, how many layers have you got on right now? Top and bottom, do you know I mean? mean? I, th- this figure doesn't need to be bolstered, but five layers, like the Michelin man here. Yeah, you're doing pretty good. Thank you. Uh, it's technically a sixth with the old cap on the top there yes, as well. That's true, do you yeah. know what I mean? Don't, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Hide it, Indy Longy. On Twitter, it says, uh, very simply, T-shirt, coat and beard. Didn't have that down to a layer. It's a beard, a layer. Okay, in which case, you're on seven. <laughs> uh, and Sarah Tonin says, bra, long sleeve thermal base layer, thick high-neck jumper and a hoodie. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 for your take if on you that. If you had a beard, you wouldn't need the snoot. Have I not got a beard? I guess I've got a kind of tiny... Well, currently, right now, you have, and yours grows very quickly. Mine's, I would say mine at the moment is uh, Faith-era George Michael. <laughs> That's how I describe my beard. <laughs> a lot of people are getting in touch. 8, 12, 15 with your text. Thank you very much. Absolute Radio on the socials. Lee has, has gone a step further. He sent us a voice note because I think he thinks we're going to be somewhat surprised by this. Let's have a listen. It's Lee here. I'm wearing a heated thermal vest, or if you want the posh term for it, a heated gilet. It's a vest that comes with electrical heat pads that covers your neck, back and torso. It's run on a lightweight power bank and fully charged gives you around four hours of heat. The hack is to buy two batteries, as you can use one after the other, and that'll keep you going on an eight-hour shift. Definitely a good way of stopping hyperthermia from setting in. Anyway, keep warm, lads. I always wonder what Beckham was up to in this weather. <laughs> Sounds like David Beckham. The interesting thing as well, Lee is the uh, dispatching trains at London Liverpool Street. So you know, like the big old cold, cold platform yeah, there. Yeah, cold. But he's essentially wired his, uh, uh, his waistcoat up, his gilet up to the mains, pretty much. Now, I read, I'm sure I read, that Gary Neville... Uh, likes to wear these these heated gilets that Lee speaks of there whilst he's doing his football commentary up on the gantry, which I'm imagining is also a cold place to be. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I like the idea of it. I like the idea of it, but, you know, changing the battery pack in your padded gilet in a public place, <laughs> I think that sends the wrong message. You're going to get yourself tasered. But, um, you know, it's, it's a different way to do it. Maybe there's people listening right now who've got uh, unusual... You know, little ways of keeping themselves warm, which is slightly off the beaten path. Yeah, I wonder how much one of them costs. I'd be interested in that. Dave says, I work in the medical department for a small League Two football club. Uh, the heating sheets are awesome and worth every penny of the £25 I spend on Amazon. Everyone in the club is jealous because I'm the only cosy one on the bench. They all think they're really expensive and I won't let them think otherwise. That's fantastic. Heated sheets. Uh, Steve is the latest to check in. So what we got, Steve? Starting from the bottom, I've got thermal socks with another pair of socks over and thermal slippers. Right. And then I have my long john thermal underwear. Right. right. Tracksuit bottom, T-shirt, jumper, and the best of all, my Udi, which is, I don't know if you've heard of them, no. but it's the best thing in the world. It's like wearing a duvet. I'm not joking. <laughs> now, aren't Udis, they're, they're, they're kind of like a hoodie <laughs> turned into a big quilt? Yeah, yeah, I, it, top to bottom, right down to my feet. I mean, I sat here and it's freezing. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm just listening to you on the radio. But being <laughs> held against your will, or are you working, or what? What's going on? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's semi-retired, but uh, as I say, I listen to... Uh, uh, it's like part of my little routine of the day. Oh, thank which you. Which is at four o'clock. Love it, love it. Bless you. 
And it's great to know that you're sat there in an Udi. Yeah, not the nudie, Udi. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> Got some big news. Uh, let me just take you back before I kind of reveal what's been going on. Uh, do you remember Grandad? <laughs> our, our little porcelain old man dog. I do. You might want to explain, but yes, I, I do. Well, he was like a little show mascot. I, I, I bought him uh, and then I brought him in and... We just loved him straight away, despite the fact I accidentally smashed his face. <laughs> yeah, did we did we get to love him straight away, or did you smash him straight away? I think as soon as what I showed first? him, as soon as I showed him to you, because he's in a little rocking chair, he fell out and smashed his face to pieces. Yeah. But we we expertly glued his face back together to the point where you wouldn't have known anything that happened you to him. You wouldn't have, and we did love him. You're we right. did love him. He's a, just such a lovely little cheeky little face, and he, he really did become a hometown show mascot uh, and became a big fan. You know, we, we you know a thing of love for you, our amazing listeners as well, and one of our listeners. Nick uh, took him to a Brentford game in the oh, Premier League, yeah. and he ended up on match of the day. Yeah, he did have a great day, didn't he? Little photo of him behind, in his wheel, and he's like not a wheelchair, rocking chair. Uh, the, the injury wasn't that bad, and then he was uh, on match of the day in the background of Gary Lineker, and it was a brilliant thing. However, we did take him to the Isle of Wight Festival, and uh, we lost him, <laughs> so we don't know what happened to him. And I feel like since then, there's kind of been a gap in our lives for a thing. Okay. And as we've been talking about in the past uh, hour or so, that um, January is quite a hard month to get through, and I feel like we're lacking. That kind of mascot, up until now, I was on Facebook Marketplace oh, no. over the weekend oh, no. after a couple of cans of Guinness. Oh, no. And do you know what? I think I typed better after a couple of cans of Guinness because I really got did a couple of good searches. I think I might have found a thing that replaces Grandad and is actually better than Grandad. When you say you were you was on it yesterday, uh-huh. over the weekend, uh-huh. and you found a thing, yeah. have, you, have you actually bought... A thing? I've put it. I've put a deposit on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got a problem. I think I might have a problem. I, I spend a lot of my life on Facebook Marketplace. I, I, I'm on there a lot. January is a miserable month, Isn't but January is also a month where none of us have really got much money. Is this really the the best use of your cash? Well, it's the price of the item, and I won't tell you what it is because I'm I'm going to get it. I'm driving to go and get it tomorrow morning. So that's more than a deposit. You're driving to go and get it. I've, I've put. I said five quid on it. It's it's twenty five pounds. <laughs> But, which is more than Grandad was, actually. Uh, and this thing oh. I'm going to get, I'll bring it in on the train with me uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. but I'll reveal it on tomorrow's show. But it'll be a morale booster for us, because yeah. it can be in the studio whilst we're doing the show. And then I think some of the other staff that are in, the other presenters, yeah. you know, your breakfast shows with Dave Berry and all that kind of thing, Ben in the afternoon and, you know, Danielle in the evening, I think it'll be a morale boost for them too. About the boss? I think he's going to love it. <laughs> and you know what as well, right? I don't want to go too much into it, but... If you've watched Only Fools and Horses in terms yeah. of getting stuff that might end up, you know, at auction worth a lot of money, we could be in for a few quid as well. Oh, really? So this could be, I don't know how much longer we got left on the show before we make the big bucks <laughs> and you don't see us again. Okay, I'm on board now. You're on board. So watch this space on tomorrow's show. The noise of the past. Bush and Ritchie's Sound of the Decades. Absolute Radio 70s. Sound of the Decades that's flummoxing literally everybody, including Leona Graham here at Absolute Radio. It's a sound from the 1970s, but what is it? Uh, get it right, there's the sign Absolute Radio mug, uh, which is uh, rammed with confectionery at this stage. What's in there? What's kind of rolled over into it then? Uh, Bounty Bar and your Haribo Bar. Brilliant. Yep. Is that it so far? Yes, but it's, 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 it's rammed. <laughs> is that ramming it, is it? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay, no, fair enough. <laughs> I'll take that. Let's meet Rob. How are you, Rob? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, good to have you on, Rob. We're not entirely sure what you said then, but that's cool. 
Uh, Rob, out of those things that are rammed into the Absolute Radio mug, the the Bounty and the Haribo, what do you prefer? The Haribo. He's got his eyes on the Haribo. Yeah, I like the Haribo. I wouldn't care much for the coconut, thank you. Okay, well, I mean, I don't like the Haribo, so (laughs) 50-50. Rob, we've been talking about how cold it is today, people wearing layers. What have you been wearing today to keep yourself warm? Um, Typical Teesside lad, I'm wearing shorts and a T-shirt and a small soft-shell jacket. He's a parody of himself. That's unbelievable, absolutely (laughs) unbelievable. You've been out working today, or what have you been doing? I've been driving home from Luton. That's the other Chris Rea song that didn't do so well. (laughs) (laughs) Top 15, never really charted. Uh, Right, Rob, what is your absolute radio station of choice when you listen? Either the normal main one or absolute rock. Normal main one. Oh, normal main one. That's a new one, we're going to add that to the list. (laughs) Uh, Right, Rob, uh, it's the 70s that is our decade of choice at the moment on Sound of the Decade. Uh, Have a listen to this sound we've isolated from the 70s. Here we go. (laughs) Right, Rob, what do you think that sound is? I think it's a vertibird, a helicopter game we used to have as a kid in the 70s. Oh, describe that then, Vertibird. What happens? It's you've got a central pod, and there's a wire arm comes off with a heli- little plastic helicopter on the end of it, and you have a wire comes off with yeah. little controls on, and the helicopter spins round and round and round, about one and a half metres in diameter, and then the cat goes mental chasing after it. Yeah, I, I, I remember these things. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a budget kind of lawnmower that you might pull to start kind of thing, but it's a helicopter instead. So, and it's got this kind of noise. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I tell you, back in childhood in the 70s, it does take your mind off the threat of impending nuclear wars, doesn't it? <laughs> Bit of a distraction. <laughs> Let's find out if this is the sound of the Verti Birds. You're a loser. You have lost. Sorry, mate. Oh, it was right. it was good to chat to him. It's good to find out what his view is on different confectionery, and it's good to know what he's been wearing today. We're now going to have a dance in his uh, shorts <laughs> and t-shirt, which means it rolls over more confectionery rammed in that signed mug <laughs> for tomorrow when Sound of the Decade returns. This is the Daily Takeaway. It's absolutely radio on a cold, dark January evening, and we are turning that around with Only Good News, our little regular feature. Uh, something good that's happened in your life, share it with the group. We guarantee it'll make everybody feel better. It, it doesn't need to be anything big. It can be something just as small as the realisation that I've just had. I've just realised it's Monday evening. OK. OK. That means tomorrow is Tuesday morning. OK. This is a domino set of realisation. And the realisation is, is that Tuesday morning is the one day a week I don't have to do the school run. Ah, oh, so you can just lord it up in your Crocs. <laughs> lord it up in the Crocs. <laughs> Won't even get dressed. It'd be fantastic. I'm finding this feature very difficult because, obviously, I'm an Everton fan and we're going to get hit with a, a further points deduction. Yeah. And our shower's broken. So I have oh, no, no good news. I've got nothing. I just, I'm just a bystander in this. <laughs> Someone you might see going past a restaurant if you're having a nice meal. I might if look at you for a second. If your shower's broken as well, I, I, I might bystand just that little bit further away. You just bystand over there. Right. Let, let's go to a, let's go to a, a yes. listener and see what they've got going on. We've got Andy on the line. Andy, share with us your only good news, please. Um, new car today. Oh, new car, new car today. Like as in new car, new brand new car. Brand new car, twenty-three plate, no zero miles on the clock. What what car has Andy picked up, uh, Richie? Can you guess? I don't know any cars, so I can't play. I think he has picked up a. I think he's picked up. Oh man, um, an ID four, a, 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 a Volkswagen electric thing. No. Oh. 
Okay. Um, I, I think you've. I, 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 go, I only can go on colours because yeah. I don't know about the cars. Oh, no. I think you've gone for a green car. <laughs> no. Okay. What you got, Andy? Uh, Skoda Kimik in white. Um, we were way uh, off. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so neither like a Volkswagen versus Skoda. Yes, I was going to say, actually, I'm going to yeah. take that because they're the same family. Is it right? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And if it's got a lovely smell, what's the nicest thing about your new car? It's automatic so far. Do you know what? I, I, we've just so far. Away, I don't think it's going to change. <laughs> do you know the thing is, right? We've just changed cars. You yeah. do the whole two-year thing or whatever. So uh, we've got an automatic for the first time in my entire life. I feel like my left side of the body is now completely out of use because the hand yeah. that was doing the gears out of use, the leg that was doing the clutch and that out of out of use. Yeah, it's dancing with thinking where to put your left foot. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't think they should put like a you know your croc with fur in it. Yes, they should have one of them stuck on the left hand side <laughs> and slip your foot in and keep it out of trouble. Yeah. Very jealous, Andy. Enjoy the smell while it lasts. Yeah, thank you, guys. I guarantee we'll never end a, a call with that particular <laughs> phrase, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. OK, so um, we're, we're rolling the ten-sided dice that could go up to a hundred thing game again. Needs a, <laughs> needs a name. <laughs> needs a name. Uh, the Calamity. Dice of Destiny. Dice of Destiny, yes. yes. Dicing with Destiny. Dicing with Destiny. Yes. It sounds like you're on, um, on catchphrase. <laughs> It's good, but it's not right. <laughs> He's not presented it for ages. You're back in the game. Okay. Uh, okay right. So this is the number you pick. If the number comes up, mm-hmm. something—I don't mean bad because that's awful—but like something annoying is going to happen to you on the 77. way. Seventy-seven. Here we go. Seventy-seven. Oh, 89. Ooh. But you're, fi- you're going to be fine tonight. That's good. good on you. Uh, Adem. Sixty-three. Sixty-three says. The dice, what's it called? Dice of de- Dicing with Destiny. Dicing with Destiny. The Dice of Destiny in Dicing with Destiny. It's quite a long title, but we'll abbreviate it. What did you say again? 63. 63. 55. Cool. Okay. So no one's won anything and nothing bad's going to happen to anybody. Let me just check myself before we go. Okay. Uh, I'll say <laughs> 15. 15. This would be funny. 92. Absolutely oh, in the clear. Right. Thank you, C2C. Uh, 